Next up, we have a very interesting, very, very interesting conversation and interview with ENT specialist, Dr. Sharon Williams. ENT stands for ears, nose, and throat. So this is a, it's a fun and very technical conversation. And I love that. Um, so one of the points that the doctor makes is, you know, we hear through bones and skull. Claire, talk, talk, talk to me about that. that. That just, it just blows my mind. She spoke about how we hear sound and also that there's such a large range of volumes that are healthy or normal in our everyday lives and how, you know, we hear from like small whispers to very large and big uh, sounds and how there's a normal level of hearing and, and noise that we can be exposed to. And then she goes really in depth in terms of what noises and, and volumes are really unhealthy for us and for our ears. And so I'd like to cover some basics. The first is that sound is a waveform and the loudness of sound is measured in dBHL or decibels. There are a number of factors that influence loudness, i.e. the loudness that one is hearing. And the important ones for us is proximity to the sound source and whether the space is confined or open, an open environment like um, outdoors. Then I'd like to also just briefly touch on the mechanism of hearing sound. Or, and that includes a little bit of anatomy. We're all aware that our outer ear catches sound and funnels it down the external auditory canal. And the sound wave is captured or kind of uh, by the tympanic membrane. And sound is transmitted through the little bones of hearing known as the ossicles. And from there to the the organ of hearing, the cochlea, which is shaped like a shell. And these, the sound waves, depending on their frequency, will vibrate the little hair cells and, um, and disrupt them, depending on the loudness. Now, something that people aren't aware of, we all know that we can hear through air, but we also hear through the, the bones in our skull. And this would ha have relevance when you've got headphones over your head. What also is important to understand is that the human ear can hear over quite a wide range of loudnesses as well as frequencies, but there is limitations to it. And I feel uh, on the topic of hearing, and personal devices, one really wants to sort of have some ideas to the range that we can hear. And this ranges from zero dB to about 110 dB. This is a quite a large range of loudness, particularly because the decibel scale is log logarithmic. And this essentially means that the intensity of sound grows very fast, essentially logarithmically. And 
when applied to hearing loss, because most of the time I'll be seeing patients with hearing loss, I explained to them that for every 5 dB difference in sound, the, that they hear twice as loud or twice as soft. So essentially, from 0 dB to 110 dB is significantly louder. And unfortunately, when it comes to personal listening devices, the maximum volume level is very loud. And regardless of whether one's listening using headphones or inserts, these devices don't inform the listener of the loudness of the sound that they are that's reaching their ears. There's no measurement, but some smartphones now will warn you that the volume is approaching dangerous loudness. Unfortunately, though, these are easily overridden. And I am unaware at what level they would issue this warning. And so to give one an idea as to the loudness of sound, at um, zero dB, this is the, generally the softest sound heard. And this is looking at the average young person. At 30 dB, this is the sound or the volume sound of a soft whisper. At 60 dB, this is normal conversational speech. And all of these volumes typically do not cause hearing loss. Levels above this from 61 dB to 80 dB may be annoying or irritating. And an example of these sounds um, are our noisy household appliances, i.e. vacuum cleaners, hair dryers, dishwashers, washing machines. And their loudness can be attributed to 70 to 80 dB. Now, sounds above 80 dB are problematic. These are, are sounds that can cause damage to hearing. And this would also depend on individual susceptibility. It, in some individuals who are susceptible, even two hours of exposure at this level causes injury. Sound in the uh, sort of com um, compensation or the occupational um, field, medicine field, uh, people working in noisy environments of 80, 85 dB, 90 dB have to wear hearing protection and the, the, the exposure i.e. The, the amount of time that they work in a noisy environment is limited because hearing needs to be preserved. Now, examples of an, a sound of at 85 to 90 dB is a lawnmower. Once again, we understand that the closer you are to it, the louder the sound is, and the further you're away, the softer it will be. Just going to extremes and obviously much more damaging over a shorter period of time, we have the a jackhammer or a symphony orchestra would be in the range of 110 dB. A rock concert between 120 and 100, 
40 dB as well as an, a jet engine in this range. And these are very loud, very painful sounds. And just a rocket launch will will create a sound in the proximity of 180 dB. Incredibly loud and can do damage to physical damage to one's ear. Um, and she spoke about, you know, enclosed environments versus open environments. So right. are you in a bar or in a club where it's super loud? Are you outdoors at a concert? Mm. Um, how that impacts our hearing, which is really interesting. Stuff we don't always think about. Yeah, no, we, we, we never really think about these things. And, and this noise, you know, cancelling conversation um, <clears throat> has some interest to me because also I've used taxis quite a lot. Mm. And you find that you get, you know, you 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 stand at a bus stop, you know, you you catch a cab, um, and you know the cab driver is playing their own music, and 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 trust they will not lower their volume, because um, <laughs> in their world, <laughs> so you know you will get in and you put on your earphones and to listen to whatever you want to listen to, and at the same time people are talking and they're noisy and they're loud. And there's all these sounds that are going on and, and you are trying to cancel out all these sounds by putting on more sound. Um, and I think this affects a lot of South Africans because mode of transport for a lot of people is taxis. And, and this happens on a daily basis from morning to evening. Yeah. Such a I'm crazy thing to think general, about. You know? Yeah, trains, absolutely. even trains. You know those yep. preachers on the train. Ooh, that's not what I'm trying Ooh. to hear in the Ooh. morning. I want Ooh. to cancel the noise in the morning, you know? Right, And after right. work. For sure, for sure. Um, mm. But that I think that's an important point, Tantla, because if you think about the number of years that we are exposed to that type of, you know, noise-canceling um, environments, Hearing loss is really cumulative, and that's essentially what the ENT specialist, Dr. Sharon Williams, speaks about in in the conversation she had with our producer, was that it's really cumulative over time. Um, And it Mm. makes me think of, you know, people who work in high-noise environments. Uh, My dad worked in a factory, and he was constantly exposed to noise, you know, meant to wear ear-canceling headphones, but obviously had to move, work, talk to people, be in a space for a long period of time. So bless my dad, but he speaks so loud because he's been exposed to such high volumes for such, you know, like nine hours a day, Uh, you know, five, six days a week. He did overtime and then, you know, for years and years and decades of his life. So hearing loss is definitely cumulative. And I think it's important, you know, we can only cover so much uh, by summarizing the conversation, but I think it's really important that our listeners check out the full interview because it really goes in depth into how um, our ears function, how noise interacts with us and how we can try to protect our ears over the, the span of our lives so that we have healthy relationship with hearing and listening. And I think it's, it's critical that as we're speaking of self-care, because this is a self-care series, that we're putting in all these things about the digital world to try and help us take better care of ourselves because we will not be young forever and our health will not be at its peak forever. So it's best to take care of this while we're young.